Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Come along quietly or not. I will talk to you of art. For there is nothing else. Some artists make a hook. Yes. positive that he was saying albert and then there's uncle al yes folks did you hear that correct thank you hello folks this is albert shivers and you are listening to yet another episode of the planet shivers podcast coming to you directly from planet shivers itself today we're going to have a bite-sized episode for you almost like an appetizer i don't get appetizers at restaurants because i think they're a waste of time but this podcast is not a waste of time it's going to be a very fun episode i'm joined by my amazing lovely fun sister gabby she's going to jump on in a little bit but before we get to that i just want to cover with you guys a little bit of what i've been up to lately i'm on that i'm on that i'm on that I'm on die, I'm on die, I'm on First off, the facelift revitalization project of my Instagram and Facebook art pages is going very smoothly. You could check those out on Instagram at Albert Shivers or on Facebook, Albert Shivers Visual Artist. Now, I um, just finished a big Amy Winehouse piece. That'll be online very soon. You could see it on those said pages before. And I'm also starting a new series, which I'm very excited about, which is going to be a ink series that's going to feature female race car drivers from around the world. The first driver which I've already begun to work on in this series is Amna Al-Kwabasi, she is from the United Arab Emirates, but believe it or not, she was born in Washington, Virginia in March of 2000. She was the first Arab female driver to run in Formula 4 and also in Formula E, which are both like lower divisions of Formula 1. So in other words, like the farm team for Formula 1. Her and her sister also race. Her father was a famous race driver. He ran the 24 Hours of Le Mans and got two podium finishes, which means he finished in the top three, his group of drivers. So Amna's she's one of my favorites of the global female drivers. And what's unique, what I like about auto racing is that there doesn't matter man or woman you strap behind the wheel of that car and you're all equal it's the great equalizer and there are a lot of female drivers at lower level right now who are winning races and working their way up the ladder and my hope that is in my lifetime i get to see female drivers succeed at the highest levels of motorsports now there have been a lot of female success in the NHRA, which is drag racing. John Force, who is the biggest name in drag racing, his daughters, Brittany Force and Courtney Force, 
have combined to win championships. They've won races. So drag racing is very integrated in terms of male-female drivers. I want to see the other major forms of racing get to that level. So I'm doing this new art series for racing fans. I wanted so long to marry my interest in racing with art, and I never quite found something that really clicked in my head. But the idea of doing a series of female drivers to give them a little attention and to be able to combine two things I love the most is very exciting. And I'm going to be posting progress shots and finish shots all over social media so you could check that out on the pages I mentioned before. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, The Shivers List. If you haven't heard it, check it out. It's where I go through a list of my biggest art inspirations. I did part one last week. Part two is going to be coming up soon. And now let's let's bring Gabby on. Why does an ocean roar? Hell, you'd roar too if you had that many crabs on your bottom. When you were in school, yeah. Whether no matter what's, no matter what grade, it doesn't yeah. matter. Were there like did kids pass around horror stories to each other? Like, tell scary stories. I think I... And were there any that really messed you up? Oh, yeah. Because there were ones that messed me up. Do you want to talk about scary stories? Yeah, that's where I'm headed with this. All right. See, okay, one that I think about, off, not often, but enough, is when I'm driving. So, so Okay, so I'll tell the story first. I won't explain when I think Because okay. the people be like, I don't know. So, it's just... just I'm not going to be able to tell it right, but what I remember is this girl is driving home. It's nighttime. And then she's driving, and this car behind her starts acting wacky. Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Should I stop? Um, no, I'm just looking. I'm just making sure everything. Okay. Cars acting wacky All behind right. her. So this car is acting wacky behind her, flashing his lights at her, beeping, beeping the horn, chasing oh, her. Okay, I think I know this story. Go she's ahead. like, "What the hell is this guy behind me?" She's freaking right. out a little bit. This guy's yeah, yeah. following her. She's she's almost home. She's racing home. She's like, "I need to get away from this guy. This guy won't leave her alone. This other car." Right. She whips into her driveway. The guy follows her into her driveway. <laughs> this is where I don't know what the... But she gets out of her car. She's like, what the hell? And he's like yelling at her to get out of the car. And then someone in the back seat that was there the whole time kills her because yeah. he was driving behind her, saw this guy in the back seat trying to tell her that there's this guy in the back seat with a knife trying to kill you. Yeah. And she thinks it's the guy. So I think about that just like just in case when I'm driving. Is anyone I always live? check the back seat whenever I get in my car. Always, I think it's a little extreme, but I do it. I don't just do it. Just a glance. See, just a glance. I don't do it. Especially at night. I don't do it right and away. My car's a two door. I wait until I'm driving to think about this and be like, oh, <laughs> is there someone in my car? I'm driving. I'm going on the highway, and then I have to be like looking behind me like real quick, and I'm and then I'm like, you know what? If they're in here, you're dead. So just chill. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what's the one that you... I, I got spooked out by the Cape Fear in the car. I was like, it's some maniac hanging on to the bottom of my car. I was more worried about that. <laughs> With uh, the cruiser. Because believe it or not, the cruiser sat higher to the ground than this did. I, I just watched, rewatched that movie recently because it was on Netflix. Yeah. It's impossible. Like, it would be impossible for somebody. He was also belt-strapped into the... Yeah. But I'm like... Oh, yeah, no, that's that's a stretch. That's a big... But it's easier to do that, I think, than break into someone's car and wait. 
Unless you know how to, I don't know how to break into a car. It's not not as hard as, but for me in school, there was this girl, always comes down to a girl, her name, it doesn't matter, first name was Brittany. No. And all, all the boys had a crush on this girl Uh in my class. Mm -hmm. All they, they all did. So if she sneezed, we all listened, right? Uh Yeah. So, we're all, you know, these, we're all, like, trading these stupid, you know, horror stories that aren't scaring us. And then this girl chimes in. Mm-hmm. She goes, I have a story. And, of course, we're like, oh, yes, well, listen. And she tells this Brittany? story. Brittany? Brittany. Okay. Tells us this story. She goes, and I've told you this before, probably. Well, I, yeah, I think this was, this is a classic. Yeah. But do it. So... There's a girl, she's two parents, two parents go out. And they say, just, you know, take care of the house, we're going to go out for the night. It was her first time staying home alone. She was excited. She had the dog there, so she was. She felt comfortable. Parents go out, and um, she has a fine time the whole night, hanging with the dog, watching a movie the whole bit. She finally it's time to go to bed. She takes her shower, makes sure the dog is good. Dog follows her into the room. Dog lays next to the bed. She goes to sleep. Next thing she hears, she wakes up a couple hours later, the dripping. She goes, man, I didn't turn the faucet off all the way. Goes in the bathroom, tightens the faucet. Okay, fine. Gets back in bed, puts her arm down. Dog licks her arm. Cool, dog's still there. Goes back to sleep. She wakes up 20 minutes later. More dripping. She's like, God damn it. Now she goes to the kitchen. Tightens the faucets. Okay. Guess that was it. Back to bed. Boom. Quits her arm down. Dog licks her hand. Okay. Dog's still there. Cool. This happens a third time. She goes to the extra bathroom. Does the same thing. Okay. That must have been it. It's driving her crazy at this point. She goes back in the bed. She's like, that's got to be it now. Puts her (laughs) hand down. Dog licks her hand. And she's like, okay, dog's still there. She wakes up again to dripping. She's like, damn it, I'm going to find it. She walks all around the house. And she walks back into the bathroom. Back into the, to the, to the, um, the first bathroom to check the sink. And she's like, well, maybe, maybe it was the shower, not the sink. Oh, not the shower. She whips open the shower, the, the shower curtain. And there's the dog. The dog is dead with its throat slit and with blood dripping. And there's a sign taped to the dog that says humans can lick too. Uh Gabby, that was it. (laughs) That was it. It was it. Yeah, that's a scary story. He scared me with that story. I was, you know, this is seventh grade maybe, sixth grade. Stuck with you. I was done. I was done and I didn't have the courage. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I was constantly, for a week, I was looking over my shoulder. And I didn't want to go in the bathroom. I didn't want to know nothing. And I was too ashamed to tell my mother why I was acting so weird. Because I knew she'd smack me. Yeah. Like, what are you, stupid? Like, what are you, yeah. crazy? Like, it's a story. And I just, but that haunted me. And it would come back every once in a while. Yeah. Like you're saying. Like, the story scared me for about a week. And then. It's seared in there. Every couple of months, it would come back. And it doesn't scare me now, but it still comes back. Yeah. It's a good story. But that was one story about waking up 
and finding pictures of yourself on your own cell phone sleeping. I don't know that story. Well, there was one of them. Told me the whole. Yeah, I know, but that's I mean that's the punchline is the guy wakes up and he keeps finding stories, or not stories. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps finding um, pictures of himself on his own phone. That's well, the first time keeps finding. If it happened once, I'm f- freaking out. Right, but he keeps you know it's a whole thing. So there's that story. That's really freaky. Or the one, this one always got me, then I'll let you go. No, I mean... But it was one, like, you have a dream. It could be anybody, it doesn't matter. person has a dream, and um, they wake up in this dream from the sleep in their bed. They look at the clock, and it's whatever, it's, it's 3.18. And they look at their clock, and then their closet door starts to open in the dream. Mm-hmm. And this monster comes out, demon, whatever. And starts going at attacking them. Mm-hmm. Guy wakes up from his dreams. Like, oh my god. Thank god that was just a dream. He looks at the clock and he's like, holy crap. You know, it's 318. And then the closet door starts to open. Mm-hmm. And that's where the story ends. It's like he dreamt it. Yeah. But it was a premonition. Mm-hmm. And then it, he wakes up and it's really happening. That one spooked me. But nothing as much as the dog one. Yeah. Because now, where my mind goes is the after. Right, it's like what happened. It's like now this this girl's in the house alone. Her dog's dead. How late are these parents staying out? Is my thing. Past the bedtime, and she's like twelve. They went to um, the Copacabana. It never closes. I don't know. What story did you just tell? Oh, dreams. Yeah, dreams. I want to bring up dreams now. Let's talk about dreams. I just had a dream the other night, and it was it just freaked me out. And it was pretty much the same exact storyline and everything. It was it was the movie I Am Legend. Okay. But I was just dreaming it. And also there was just the zombie people like talked, which they don't talk. And no. There was basically like, I'm going to get you in my <laughs> dream. They're like, like, what else can they say? They're like, I'm going to get you. And Did they say it like that? <laughs> no. But that's basically the sum of what they're saying. Okay. I'm going to get you. And um, it also hits close to home because it's like, it's a virus that yeah. makes them oh, all yeah. zombies. And everyone has to leave New York, and then everyone's either dead or a zombie. So it kind of hits close to home right now. Did you have this dream when you were in New York? No, just a few nights ago. Okay, okay. And I woke up so scared. Yeah. Terrified. Does, is he, oh, I thought he was going to get in his truck and move it. <laughs> I had a dream a couple of weeks ago. Did this, and So how do you feel now about the dream, though? Was it like, it's eh? scary. It was scary, but... I am legend it's scary. Yeah. I had a dream. Well, if you haven't seen the movie, you might not know, but when the mother and the son take him away, yeah. from, save him, that's, and he doesn't realize that they took him back in the middle of the night, so then all the zombies now know where he lives. Uh, because they're hiding during the daytime, so that's when Will Smith can come out. Yeah. But he has to get home before it's not daytime yeah. anymore, because then they can come out and see where he lives. Yeah. So that was always his thing. And then he gets so upset one day... I think because he had to kill his dog, that he like just drove into a pile of them, and they all attack him, and somehow this woman saves him. Yeah. That's basically was my dream was that whole part where like, well, you haven't seen it? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, what are you you can finish. It? Well, it's just that whole part. It's did just you, already did, terrifying. Did we ever watch Vincent Price, Last Man on Earth? No. Because so Maybe. I Am Legend mm-hmm. was a book uh-huh. before anything. Mm-hmm. Then they made the movie with Vincent Price, Last oh, Man on it's Earth. it's that old? Yeah. 
So it was Black was early 60s, 62, 63. Was the book called I Am Legend? I think so. I wonder why that phrase is even... I don't know. Because in the movie they don't really explain that. So they made... And it says in the opening credits of the Vincent Price, based on the book I Am Legend. Wow. And it's the same exact story other than the fact that, like, I don't know if... Vincent Price, I don't remember, it's been a while. I don't know if he was anything special. I think he was a scientist. Yeah, makes sense. And um, and in that movie, you kind of jump in in the middle of it. Like, yeah. And you keep flashing back. That's same as I Am Legend. Okay. Yeah, I've, not, I've seen bits of I Am Legend. Oh, I've some reason have seen it, I guess, way okay. too many times. But but um, but um, yeah, you should watch it. It's fun. Yeah. I really, I mean, I Am Legend is now on Hulu. So I really want to watch that. Again, okay. but it's also like, is it too close? Like, I don't know. Because they flash point, back to like, like, I know, but who right. knows what I'll feel about it. I know. No, I know. But then they made a last woman on Earth. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> get that high. Get that. <laughs> Just like, come on already. Come on. Um, last woman on Earth. Whoa. Yeah. Never heard of that. With another, with another actress. What year? Like what decade? Not too long after. Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Okay. Um, but yeah, now you got me thinking about all horror movies. But oh, I had a, what? Oh, sorry, horror movies. So Albert and I, to the listeners, used to go crazy for Jennifer's Body. Yeah, this movie, and I haven't seen it since I was in middle school because that's when we used to watch it a lot, pretty much in early high school. We watched it all the time. We yeah, mi- it with commentary. I know we. I mean, I know we watched it all the time, but I'm trying to think of my age, and I think I was middle school. Yeah. So I haven't seen it since then, but I have the DVD, and I brought it to Brooklyn with me because I'm like, I'm bringing my DVD player, this big monster. That, no one has DVD players anymore. I just got a Blu-ray, yeah, not too long. Blu-ray. Ago. That's like the laser disc. Of it is movies. It is. It's like sixty percent BS. But also, it's There's just like it didn't of, last long before streaming. No. No. I don't think. I, I, mean, I did an idiotic amount of research before I got it to make sure it was going to be better. Because some of these old... This does tie back into horror movies. And I just ordered one the other day. The, some of these companies that make horror movie DVDs of movies that aren't very popular, mm-hmm. like the culty kind of movies or like the 70s exploitation movies... They will put out an old horror movie. Like, I would just got one, um, Lord Shango, which is like a 70s voodoo-y, Santeria kind of movie. And I loved it, but I had this p- terrible copy. These companies will put out a movie on just Blu-ray. Yeah. And they'll only make like a thousand. Because mm-hmm. nobody really knows this movie. Yeah. So they'll, they'll make about a thousand or three thousand of these, and then that's it. And they did it with this Lord Shango movie. Um, and they also did it with the 1940s Stormy Weather movie, which I found one on eBay. I'm waiting for it, waiting for the auction. With Frank end. Sinatra? Lena Horne and um, the other guy, Bojangles, the real Bojangles. Stormy Weather, the musical. Yeah. It's a movie. I thought Frank Sinatra was in it. He might have done another one. This was in 43. No. So Sinatra was, yeah, it was on at, the young side for 43. Yeah. He was around, but he was young. Yeah. Anyway, he might not even be in the other one. But, but there's um, another one. I don't know. 
So that's thinking, what made me go down the Blu-ray route. There was a lot of movies I wanted to grab. And there are differences, but... You know. Blu-ray. But nobody has DVDs, really. I love them because of the extras and because... I think I think it's happening already, but you know, more and more they're they're easing commercials in on us. Oh yeah, with streaming. Yeah. And if you know, if for one reason or another you lose internet for a while, you can't have internet. You know, DVD. I don't yeah. have to pay nobody. Yeah. I don't need a subscription. Right. But, but and I I'll, I'm willing to go down with that ship, but. We well, had Jennifer's body on DVD. You bring your DVDs with you to yeah. Brooklyn. And I would jokingly, because when quarantine happened, my roommates and I would all, we would have like movie nights. Yeah. And jokingly, I'd be like, we should watch this movie, Jennifer's body, huh? I have the DVD. But I was like, it'd be fun to watch. And then I was like, you know what? They probably won't like it. Now at this point, it's more of a, me joking around. Let's watch it. Ha ha. And it was my birthday. And they were like, let's watch Jennifer's body tonight. And I was like, no, no, we don't have to. And they're like, let's watch it. And I t- let me tell you, Albert. First of all, it's kind of cringy at points. It's kind of cringy, this movie. How so? It's just like so cringy. It's just cringy just sometimes. It's just like that high school vibe, cringy. Yeah. Some that was lines. big then, though. I know. Was... Well, I think it was big with what we liked. Because yeah. none of these, none of my roommates got, like, they didn't get the vibe. And I was like, this is the same woman who wrote Juno. Like, yeah. that kind of humor. Yeah. But then I was like, it was kind of kind of cringy. And I just could tell no one was in... No one really enjoyed it. They're all like, this is fucking stupid. Which... See, I've seen it. It's just now... It's, it's, it's going to always have that... Because I watched it a lot when I was younger. But right. it's like also like... it's. I think you have to take it with such a green... Like a, t- a piece of salt. See... I don't feel that way, mm-hmm. but I get what you mean. Yeah, I think that movie was perfect for us at that time. Yeah, I think that the high school that Jennifer's body was set around it reminded me very much of Juan Paul Pack. Just that small, small high school. Everybody knows everybody for the most part. Yeah, that really reminded me of this area. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a big fan of Juno. Oh, I but love I Juno. like. Oh, come like, on! I, but not that I don't like it, but I like Gen- I like Jennifer's body better uh-huh. because I laugh at that cringy stuff. It's funny to me, but I could understand, like especially um, if you're always if you were always in New York, probably not. And I think it has a very American youth thing yeah. it's like your friend from Newcastle like phew, things are going to go over his head because he's from a different culture right and a lot I think a lot of those jokes in Jennifer's body not that I'm going <laughs> to intellectualize Jennifer's body because it shouldn't because I would ruin it <laughs> yeah but a lot of those jokes are very like Americana thing right small town America and um yeah they just don't get it and what would that movie come out 2008 seven seven yeah. eight six maybe seven you know I think I looked it up. And that's a different time. Like, a lot has happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's 13 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you spring that. I still have the t-shirts. I know. Do you I still know. have yours? I never had a t-shirt. You had one. No. You got one and I got two. 
what Jennifer's body <laughs> t-shirt? I never had this t-shirt. I never did. I swear to God. I, sw- I swear to God. I never had this t-shirt. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I don't even wear it. I want, like, someday <laughs> a t-shirt's going to put put kids in college. I think so. I think so. I don't think so. <laughs> now, you know, everything comes back around. One hand washes the other. And they both wash the face. Eight. <laughs> and she stood alone. We watched we that a lot. On that movie. Um, what was the, the um, nice comeback, Hannah Montana? Got any more harsh digs? <laughs> Listen, that whole scene, I was like, I can recite this all right now, but I should never remember. <laughs> it's like she can fly. I can do it right now, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. But you, you know, I know so, it. So. Let me ask you this. Before we watched that movie, yeah. we got, or you got, turned on to that movie. New Perspective and Panic at the Disco. That was the, okay. And that, Jennifer's Body was featured in the music video. Yeah. And we used to watch the music videos on demand. <laughs> yeah, music videos on demand. Before oh. streaming. Well, technically, that is streaming. I it guess. is streaming. But, but before it was like streaming Broku. through like your cable box when you had like five options yeah and you listen to the same songs over and over again yeah no it was fun I remember playing that music video over and over on Thanksgiving yeah I don't remember it being Thanksgiving but I remember it being yeah yeah (laughs) but no let's talk horror movies what's your favorite horror movie you could you can name a few I have that wait I have to think about it Horror. You know what really got me the first time I watched it? And I watched it the second time. These aren't my favorites because it's too hard. It's right. it's you right. know Alright, I have a couple. So I got a better question about but go on. This one I watched that got me the first time and I just rewatched it and I was like, ah, it wasn't scary at all. Was Sinister with Ethan Hawke. Okay. And he finds all these super eight films of people yeah. getting slaughtered. Yeah. Right. That really fucked me up the first time, but so I think the first time watch was good. The second time watch was stupid. But actual, let me tell you a good movie that you should watch if you haven't seen it. I think you have Midsommar. Yes. Oh, I my. I seen that in the movie God. theater. So did I, I. Had, I didn't know what I was going in for. Oh, well, neither did I. I just saw the picture of this girl crying I, on the poster. I, yeah, and I'm like, what is going to happen in this? Didn't know. I, I didn't even know I was going to that movie until I was there. Yeah. Mike, Mike called me up and he says, Albert, I got no one to go to a movie with me. Why don't you come to a movie? And I knew, I and I, you know what though? I had turned, I had said no the last time he asked me. Mm-hmm. He dragged me to Mad Max, not dragged me. I wanted to go. I I don't literally like the movies, but I went. He's my buddy. He brought me to Mad Max, and I enjoyed it. The new one with the the chick with the bald head, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. Then he asked me to see Hereditary. Ooh, Heredity. Hereditary. And I, I turned it. I don't know Have why. Have you seen it? I haven't. You should watch it. Well, I think I, I seen half of it maybe. But when he asked me about movies, I, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. So I felt guilty. Yeah. Because I said no last time. So I was like, okay, fine. And that's how I seen I loved it. I bought it. Well, it's I want to watch it again. It's also on Amazon there's, Prime. There's so many. Well, see, Mr. Alexandre, I bought it on Blu-ray. <laughs> when I bought my Blu-ray player... I was a sucker. I got to buy a movie with it. Yeah. So I, that's what I bought. But there's a lot of hints. That's why it's. I want to watch it again. You only watched it once. Yeah. Rewatch it. Yeah, you have the Blu-ray. And you didn't. 
I know. I just it's hard for me to sit still. Yeah. And watch it. I watched it. I rewatched it. Um. When it was on Prime, you know, a friend of mine. A friend of mine. Doesn't think that that should be considered a horror movie. And I, I, I find that interesting because I was pretty horrified. It's just creepy. Yeah. Would you think it's a horror movie? What would you name psychological? Psychological thriller, I guess. But I think it's scary. I would I would put it somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me a whole list of just horror movies that she like edits with her friends. And, like, they add horror movies. Like, all these people add horror movies to this list. Oh, I see. Yeah. And that was on it? I think... Or she didn't put it on it because she didn't consider it I think it she horror. put it on, and then in parentheses, it's like, I don't really think this should be on here. Okay. It was he, You know what? And now I'm getting confused. I don't know if she said that about that movie or The Shining. She might have the said Shining, about The Shining is horror. The so Shining that, should definitely be horror. Yeah, I don't think... I think she said Midsommar. I don't know why I'm getting that confused. I guess The Shining is my favorite horror movie. It's a good one. I mean, it's all, it's all right. I just rewatched it, and I'm like... What do you look for in a horror movie? I want to get creeped out. But I don't want to get... I don't like gore. I just watched, like, all the hostels. Oh, okay. And I'm like, this is just gross. And it's not scaring me. Something scary, like... Ooh. I, I guess I like ghosts. I don't know. I guess I like ghosts if I like The Shining. I like... Mm, Not a lot of, don't jump scare me. There's not one, I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to say there's not one jump scare in The Shining. I don't think that's true, though. Probably not. I think there's, like, one jump, like, no no stupid jump scares, you know? Right, yeah. That's, like, automatically knocks you well, down. Yeah, it's cheap. Well, it's like when, when, um, what's her face? Amanda Seyfried thinks yeah. Jennifer's in the house, and then she's not, yeah. and then she turns around, and boom, there she is. Yeah. All with that black stuff. It's like, shut up. Shut yeah. up. Anyone can do that. Anyone can cut to something really quick and put a little yeah. violin noise under it. What about... So, there are horror movies now, these guys, they're getting slick, where they will scare you with a jump scare without a jump scare. So, in other words, we, the viewer, know the formula so well by now yeah. that we can say there's a jump scare coming. And you're just the tense. And it tenses you up, and but then it never happens. Yeah. And it just leaves you like, oh. <laughs> like yeah. I've seen that a few times lately in horror movies. You know what a horror movie screwed me up a little bit that I had to stop it at 10 minutes in? What? Um, I got Shudder in the beginning of quarantine. Remember this? When I got Shudder? Yeah. And there's a lot of good movies on there, but there's this German one, and it's about this serial killer, but it's in German, and I think it's called Golden Glove. Okay. And it's just like, it's just so disturbing that I had to stop it. So if anyone likes those kind of movies, like it opens up with him sawing like women, just oh. sawing women, but they don't really show it. They show like her legs in the doorway and he's in like the other room with her, but like right. her legs are in it. And then you hear the saw and you see like the body move it a little. Yeah. Like that's creepy. There's a lot of creepiness. So I couldn't watch the whole thing. Right. Anyway. Um, what else? I watched the uh, original... What the hills have eyes? The original. The original. Yeah. I wanted to talk about from dusk till dawn. Okay, let's do that. Because not, I want to redirect it. It's not no, like I'm okay. redirecting. I'm not. It's the same thing. Because you said it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, the first time I didn't know this movie existed. 
I think we watching it together. No, it. Dad had it on, and he had fallen asleep with it on. And I came out, and I didn't get a chance to ask him like, "What's this movie?" And he would have been uh, like, "Oh, the thing." And he would have explained what it was. So I just see George Clooney in this suit with this other guy, and I'm like, "This is like a businessy, like Robbie actiony movie." Yeah. And then I like go back into my room, and I come out like a little while later, and it's still them in this bar. And I'm like, what is this stupid, like, Ocean's Eleven shit? Yeah. And then the dancer turns into a vampire. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, that was, like, the best way to see it. It's to, like, not know what the hell. That's how the first time I seen it was that way, too. Like, not know that it's about vampires at all. I didn't even know the name of it. Yeah. Maybe. I might have put the guy on and been like, okay, I don't know. From Dust Till Dawn, you robbed something. That doesn't really, yeah. If you don't know there are vampires, (laughs) that doesn't tell you. That doesn't give it away. But no, that, that I, I see it the same way. And the only part of that movie that like legitimately like scared me, that hung with me, is when Fred Williamson turns into the vampire. Because yeah. he turns into a scary-ass vampire. Yeah. And I'm like, that's I my watching that. kick ass. I mean, I'm, I, some I of like the vampires from the vampires don't look like... Cecil looks like a person. Which one's Cecil? Did I say the word Cecil just now? I didn't. Did I say Cecil? That's what it sounded like. No. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> Some of the vampires, Cecil, um, look like. He's. I don't. He's scary, but some of the vampires are scary. I think scarier because they don't look like normal people. Like he looked like you could tell Fred Williamson was just a person, but some of these vampires are so decayed. Yeah. And there's like a sea of them, like just decayed. Oh yeah. People. Later on, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. That's a good movie. See, the ones that looked more humanoid creeped me out more. I guess they were creepy. What's the other one with the black hair? That's her. He's scary. Oh, vampire. Tom Savini. Yeah. That's his real name. Yeah. Yeah. And he was... And he tried to hide it. Yeah. Remember that? He got the cut on his arm and he's covers, covers his arm. Then there was some of that humor in there. That's that... Um, What's the other director of that movie? Who? Oh. Tarantino and the other guy Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. who did the Machete movies okay after that yeah he he was more like he would inject humor into things there was a little bit of humor in there and that was the whole thing with Tom Savini like he notices he's bit and he looks around all silly and he like covers his hand yeah yeah and he's a big makeup artist right he does all the makeup for all those movies I there was this movie Another one I didn't make it through, but it was this girl or this guy wanders into a empty, abandoned, old vaudeville theater. And he goes in, he's into it, and he sits down, and when he sits down, the whole theater starts to like come to life again, mm-hmm. and the show starts. And this creepy girl walks out on the stage and starts telling him stories, and every story is a vignette. Uh-huh. And that was a movie that the first couple of vignettes, I remember I enjoyed them. Then it got, like, too gory. Yeah. And I was like, this is stupid. Gory gory turns me off and rapey turns me off. Well, get ready for this. Okay. This new movie. It's rapey gore. <laughs> There's this new movie on Netflix <clears throat> called Perfection. And um, you know the two girls that are the leads. Oh, the one girl was in Get Out. The okay. lead girl in Get Out. Okay. The girlfriend. Yeah. She's in it. 
and the girl from Dear White People, the lead girl from that. Okay. They're like the two lead people. Okay. And it starts off like this one thing, and then the trailer made it seem like this one thing. And I was like, this looks goofy and fun and really like creepy. And then it turns into real like rapey mm. <laughs> gore. So yeah, that kind of like, I just was kind of left with this like weird feeling after. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like, ugh. Well, I seen like the big, the original big rape gore movie was from the 70s called I Spit on Your Grave. Ew. Then they made it again. Ew. Yeah, I've heard of it. But the original one, <laughs> what saying, ew. like, they, they had a little class, I guess, about it. They didn't. You know, the girl, she's a writer, goes to a summer house in some podunk town. All the hillbillies get her, but then one by one she enacts her revenge. Like, that's the whole, it's a really a revenge movie. And the first one was rapey and gory, but it was 70s. Mm-hmm. And there's a way, like, there's a way to disconnect. Like, the blood doesn't look as real. Yeah. They didn't, the camera wasn't as dynamic. You know, like, the, the filming of these movies can add a lot more suspense Mm -hmm. to the situation. You know, when you can't really exactly see what's happening. When that movie, the way that they filmed it back then, it was easier to separate yourself that this isn't real. And it didn't take you on this crazy journey. Mm -hmm. But I've never, I don't, not really into seeing the new ones. I seen that one, I was enough. But yeah, that's... No, you should watch the, you should watch the the Perfection. It's on Netflix. Okay. And I think that she, the girl from Get Out, they both did good, but the girl from Get Out, who's also in Girls. Okay. Have you ever watched Girls? No. That was like, I think the first one of the... Is Mia Farrow in that? Mia? How do you spell... Oh, Farrow. Yeah, it's easy. Oh, hold on. Hold on. She was the wife who Woody Allen ended up leaving for Sun Yi. But she was in his movies? A bunch of his movies. All through the 80s, pretty much. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about her being on the show Girls. Alright, I must have... Dreamt that. She must have done something. But, um... I just feel like that actress... She's a good, scary actress, I think. She was scary in Get Out. The girl from Get Out, yeah. I could see that. And I think that's fun that she was in this, like, funny, you know, show about, like, college-age girls in New York. Feel good, but also, like, funny. No. It's and now she's like <laughs> doing these scary movies. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. Thank Gabby for being on. It was a lot of fun talking to her about horror movies. We got more Halloweeny goodness coming up the rest of the month on Planet Shivers. You could find this episode and more on Spotify, Google Play. Um, some other ones Apple Podcasts, the podcast app as well as YouTube with video accompaniment so there's plenty of places to go check it out also don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to subscribe and like the Albert Shivers YouTube channel where you can find the episodes of Planet Shivers as well as in my new series Insomnia Art be well, take care of yourself, and, you know, be a little spooky this month. What else are you doing?